I promise if we clean up the bull crap, the unintentional eating, the pity eating and stuff, just see if some weight doesn't come off. Don't fast. Don't cut out carbs. Don't do any of that stuff. Literally, if you're actually hungry, I want you to eat and I want you to get so good at stopping at enough. And I don't care what you eat, but I want you to get so good at that. And then I want you to plan your food every day. And I want you to pay attention to how it feels. Just because you like the taste of it, if it's giving you like buttermilk ass the next day, reevaluate. Like you don't, I tell people all the time, every meal ain't got to be an orgasm in your mouth. Like seriously, when you start cleaning some of that stuff up, see if you don't lose some weight. Welcome to the Blueprint Breakers podcast. What is a Blueprint Breaker? If you live your life outside the typical traditional lifestyle blueprint, you are a Blueprint Breaker. We are here to start a conversation, to assemble resources, and to build a community. This podcast is for empowered women in midlife and beyond who are preparing for a powerful next era of life. My name is Amy A. Palmer. I am your host and facilitator for our conversations. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. To stay connected, up to date, and to receive all of our free resources and gifts along the way, join us at community.blueprintbreakers.com. Getting healthy and losing weight the no BS way. I spent years struggling with my weight and my health. Each year, it became harder and harder to manage. Now, it's not like I didn't know what to do. I think we all do on some level. And I want to be clear. I am all for body positivity and acceptance. And I am very well aware of the pressures that society places on us, especially as women, about weight. And I realize it is yet another blueprint that we've been handed. At the same time... What I can speak to is my own struggle. It was affecting every aspect of my life. It contributed to my low energy, my depression. I wasn't doing as well professionally. Like everything was affecting how I, how I was approaching life at that time. In early 2021, I found Corinne Crabtree and I've worked her program for the past year And so far, I've released 41 pounds. She is the CEO and founder of the No BS program. The program's not about just like reaching some number on the scale. It's not about looking a certain way or trying to look like how I looked at 20 years old. It's about the inner work. It's about accepting each step of the journey along the way, learning to love yourself where you are and doing all the inner work that's involved in that. Of course, I was thrilled when this nationally recognized leader in business and in weight loss agreed to speak to me for this podcast. You will definitely hear me fangirling during the episode, but I have no shame about it. I just wanted to introduce you to a woman who has made a tremendous impact on my life. Corinne shares her personal journey uh, along with her path to becoming a weight loss coach, how she built her business into uh, a multi-eight-figure business, and how she helps other women to do the same. I also mark this episode as explicit because Corinne likes to cush. You'll notice that. But by the end of this episode, you will see why I love her and the community that she has built. 
to share a little bit about Corinne. Corinne Crabtree, CEO of No BS Weight Loss and No BS Business Women, is a master certified weight and life coach with a mission to help every woman break generational curses in order to improve their personal health and wealth. Corinne lost 100 pounds 15 years ago, and ever since, she has dedicated her life to teaching women how to do the same. Corinne Crabtree is one of the leading voices in the weight loss and business industries. She's the host of the wildly successful podcast, Losing 100 Pounds with Corinne, which has been downloaded over 50 million times in 160 countries. Over 1 million women have taken her free weight loss course, and Corinne now serves over 14,000 paid members in the No BS Weight Loss Program. After being a featured expert in the Life Coach, Coach School and having her business rank uh, 1,052 in the Inc., the 5,000 fastest growing businesses of 2022, Corinne founded the No BS Business Women's Membership. The program provides online entrepreneurs with simple frameworks, tools, and focus they need to take action and build the business of their dreams. In addition, Corinne offers advanced weight loss life coach training for coaches, dietitians, and medical professionals who want to improve their clients' weight loss outcomes. So enjoy enjoy this fun and information-packed session with Corinne Crabtree. Hello, Corinne. Welcome. It's awesome to see you today. Yeah. I want to jump right into it because there's so much that uh, I want to cover and make sure that my uh, audience gets to hear um, all about all the things that that you do to impact women. Before we jump into it, could you would you mind sharing your story? You know, on what led you to become a weight loss coach and mentor? Yeah, back in in my early thirties, I was uh, well, my entire life I was overweight. But in my early thirties, it had just crested to a point where I feel like I almost couldn't do life anymore. I was a mom of a one year old who was very active, awake all the time. I always tell people like Logan gave up naps at like a, like right before a year old, he just gave up his naps. (laughs) I was like, come on, everybody says you're supposed to be napping. (laughs) And so I was just wore out physically. I Mm -hmm. couldn't keep up with him. I was well over 250 pounds. And I, I I just felt terrible about myself. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. like my life. I didn't like my body. Like there was just, I just felt like I didn't like anything. Mm-hmm. And I decided I was going to lose weight, and, but I wasn't going to do it like I did in the past where I went on some kind of punishing or really hard diet. I knew that I really wanted to lose weight, but more so I wanted a different life for myself. And I think that that perspective is what had me start making some small changes. I refused to cut out foods that I loved. My whole point was like, you are going to lose weight the way you're going to live the rest of your life. So if you, if you love these foods now, we're going to keep eating them. We're just going to have to learn how to eat them in a way that you can also lose weight. So for about 18 months, I was fine tuning and tweaking and talking better to myself and challenging myself to do little things every single day. And the weight came off. And when it did, I had realized that I not only had lost a hundred pounds, but I had lost like all of the, well, let's not say all of it. I had lost a significant amount of my negativity about me. Mm. I was encouraging myself every day. I had just learned how to be 
the kind of person on the inside with the inside chatter that I had always wanted to be. Cause I had lost weight in the past. I'd never lost a hundred pounds. I'd lost 75 pounds several times. But when I would lose the weight, like I would like that I weighed less, but I would be panicky that I couldn't keep it off. I was still yes. worried what other people thought about me. I, you know, I didn't say nice things to me. I like, I mean, I would look at myself and be like, oh, great, I've lost weight, but you probably can't keep it off. Like I would, there was always a dig and there was always, it was always like I was turning the temperature down. Like, don't love yourself too much. You know, don't be so this, don't be so that. And this time was different. Right. When I lost my weight, like I was just like, I'm so proud of me. I feel so good about myself. I had done it in such a way that I felt confident I was never going to gain my weight again. And I decided I wanted to teach other women how to do the same thing. I wanted them to learn that piece, how to lose it in a way that they would live their life and be very proud when they got to the end and feel confident that they could keep the weight off too. What do you think, Cheater, this time around? You know, because you had said you'd, you'd lost it many times before, but you had a totally different approach and so much more thoroughly fabulous results. So like, what was the difference that time? The, the, probably the biggest difference was every day, in, in every time I'd lost 75 pounds, I had always started something. So I would start like a Weight Watchers program, or I would start um, back in the day, Jenny Craig, hell, they went out of business. <laughs> like I did all the big diets. And so I would start something and usually I would start at the gym and like go from doing nothing to seven days a week working out for at least an hour or two, like it was so on and off for me. I never learned how to like be someone that lived a healthy lifestyle. I just, mm -hmm. I was just somebody who I knew how to lose weight. That was mm -hmm. it. But I didn't know how to talk to myself. I didn't know how to encourage myself. I didn't know how to make it a habit. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. I just knew how to like brute force myself into losing weight. Right. And this time it was, Every day I would think about what can I do today? It's a little bit better. And that I feel really confident that once I start this thing, I think I could just keep doing it. And I, I really judged like everything I changed through like that filter. And that helped me, like it stopped me from saying things like, you have to do this, you have to do this, you should be doing this, which was what my, when I would follow diets and hire trainers and do all that stuff, that was the internal talk that would go on. Mm -hmm. This time, it was never about what I had to do. It was like, what do you want to do today? Like, what is it that you feel good about today? What do you believe you can do today? And it was such a different conversation. I was really right. becoming my best guru. I was becoming my best cheerleader. I was becoming my best trainer. Like, I was a trusted advisor for the first time in my life doesn't mean on day one, I trusted myself. The only thing I knew on day one, I didn't think I'd lose my weight. I just knew I was going to do something different. That was it. I trusted that I wasn't going to do like crap I'd always done. I just mm -hmm. trusted like today, I know I can do this one thing and we're going to, we're going to nail that. And then that's it for the day. And then it just added up. Mm -hmm. Were you already a coach at that time? And then shifted to weight loss coaching or was no. the, whole, the whole world that that whole world uh no, opened up I, after 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't even, so I lost my, well, I started my weight loss business in 2007. I didn't even go and become a coach until 2015. Mm, like okay. I was helping people for a long time, just naturally. Just, just sharing what you, what you yeah, learned. Literally, I would just talk to people all day in email, in forums, like my members. I just, if they felt bad, I was just like, well, this is what I did when I felt bad. Like I was really good at um, coaching through story. I was really good at saying, now, when I faced this or when I felt like this, this is what I did. This is how I was thinking about it. I didn't know that I was coaching at the time. I just thought I was like, like I gave back in the early days, I did give out workouts. I gave out like, well, this is what I ate. This is what I eat. And I just thought if I just give them every, like my whole experience, it would work. Now it did work well for a while. Like I was mm -hmm. able to help about 150 total people. Like my membership never grew over 150 and I was only charging $5 and 95 cents a month. So right. Like, <laughs> no one was making a living over here. Trust me. Right, right. But those 150 people were diehards because mm -hmm. I, I think they could tell I cared about every one of them. I wanted, yeah. I wanted what I experienced so bad for all of them. And then- in 2015, I decided to become a life coach with a weight loss certification because what I realized was I could tell them what I did, but a lot of them were getting stuck. Even though I was giving them such a doable plan, even though I was giving them exactly what they thought they needed, they still were like eating at night after a bad day. Like all these things were happening. So I went to, this, to the life coach school so that I could learn how to help women think differently. I knew that I had thought differently, but I did not know how I did it. And so when I went to the life coach school, they taught us about you know, the think, feel, do cycle and the model. And they talked to us about these thought things, like how right. the brain works and how our brains talk like jerks to us most of the time and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is why I lost weight. Like, all of a sudden, everything was making sense. And I was like, right. now I know how to teach people. Now right. I know how to take what was happening, like naturally for me, put it in a system along with the skill set. I'm really good at actually teaching people what to do to lose weight. I went through and broke everything that I did down. Like once I went there, it was like, it was a combination between what I was doing and what I was thinking. Right. And so I just really had to figure out how do you teach people those two things? Yeah. Well, and even all these years later, you have thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of members Yes, and I'm, and I'm one of them. I can speak from experience that we still, we still can feel that you truly care, you know, and that, that you really connect with your mission. I mean, yes. it, it definitely comes through. So so thank you for that. Those who have followed me for a while know that I'm a no BS woman. You know, I, I brag on you a lot. Karina. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'll, I'll, I have to admit like when I first start, so I started with the public podcast first, uh -huh. right. And I listened to that for probably a year and then I joined in early 2021. And so then I just started absorbing all the content but didn't necessarily, you talk about the fact that we, we tend to like to listen and yeah, read some of y'all come a forward. 
Yeah. Like seriously, it's like you come I'm in, listening. you're like, oh my God, I could just listen to you all day. I'm like, stop listening to me all day. Go do some of the stuff I tell you to do. <laughs> exactly. That was me. You were talking to me. But, and, but I was like, I was skeptical even through that thinking this just seems too simple. How do these four basics work? How can I possibly eat anything I want? You know, how can I, you know, as long as I put it on my plan, I can eat it. Wait a minute. That, that, that sounds good, but how, that can't possibly yeah, but only work. if you're, this is the funny thing. This is what happens. Everybody listens to my four simple basics through the lens of losing weight is so hard. So if yes. your belief is that weight loss is hard and, and like you're locked in on that, then you're listening for like, if something is simple, it's like, oh my God, that can't be true because I believe it's hard. So even if it's simple, it's like, no, there's gotta be a trick. There's just no way. And so like, for, like this is such a good example because people do like, I just don't understand how I can eat anything I want and lose weight. It's like, you can eat anything you want as long as you're listening to your body Mm-hmm. it's aligned with your goal. Like we teach, does your future self want that? Like you might want a cookie right now, but does your future self want you to have a cookie or does she want you to learn how to sit at night and relax without needing to shove something in your mouth? Right. But yeah. You can play, you can keep planting cookies to relax, or you can learn how to relax because you talk better to yourself. And then you don't need to plan cookies anymore. Like we're all about breaking those emotional bonds and ties to food. That's why you can eat, you can eat anything you want, but what we're not going to do is we're not going to eat cookies after a bad day. We're not going to eat crap because it's free. We're not going to like get our money's worth anymore. Like all these other things. It's like, when you drop that crap, you can plan to have a couple of Oreos and it's not the end of the Mm -hmm. world. So, and it's also through the lens of if you're hungry, like people like conveniently forget about hunger and enough. It's like, right. You it can took eat me anything a... you want, but you got to be yeah. able to stop at enough. That's <laughs> hard. Like I tell people all the time, it's like, I want you to eat these foods because I want yeah. you to learn how to stop at enough. What I don't want you to do anymore is either eat them like a jackass or eat them and always overeat and condition yourself that you've got to get rid of them. Because that's mm-hmm. what most people are doing in weight loss. They're like, I either am out of control or I can't have it around me at all. And I'm like, stop making food such a villain. Like Oreos don't spring legs and jump in your mouth. They're not controlling you. We have to learn how to figure out what's going on when we're eating things in a way that can't align with how we want to feel in this world, how we want to be, clothes we want to wear, and the the way we want to view ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a minute to, to make that to make the connection and yeah. to, to figure it out. Um, it does. I mean, you're you're just everybody runs up against societal conditioning. Yes. You know, like for a lot of us, you know, you come in with past diet trauma. I mean, you've been on like a thousand diets that have said you can only eat these things and all this mm-hmm. stuff's bad. Like, and I mean, there's so many diets out there. There's hardly any food left that some diet hasn't made it bad. Right. I mean, I think broccoli and celery are about the only two <laughs> and mushrooms that can hold their head high and say, we're acceptable. Everything else is like, well, you know, this diet over here says tomatoes will make you fat. It's like, what? 
Like I literally was looking at something the other day because I'm always researching diets. I'm like, I always want to know what the hell's going on in that diet world because I know what my women come in facing. What's that diet the other day? It was talking about how tomatoes can make you fat. And I was like, I have never coached one woman who said, Corinne, I'm here. I got 50 pounds to lose because I got a wicked tomato habit. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. And you mentioned even through what you became certified in and with life coach school, all the work around thought work. I mean, that, that just, that was so, that's so life-changing for me and not just weight loss. And, And you talk about that in a lot of, in a lot of our sessions, it really has helped. I mean, personally, it helped me get out of a dark time and sort of like reframe my thinking. And one of the reasons why I brag about you to my listeners is because, you know, the blueprint breakers, we are midlife women and we have a whole lot of additional challenges that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And we're also, I also really celebrate and highlight women who are living sort of outside the traditional lifestyle. So they might be, you know, over 40 and still single or not have kids or, you know, things along those lines. And what you taught us with the four ends and, and processing our thoughts and really reframing that, I just think it's, it's completely life-changing, not just with weight loss, but anything that's ca- causing you grief and pain. Um, do, you, do you mind speaking a little bit about thought work and and how you've brought it into the program? Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, I really realized I was hitting like a wall with a lot of my clients. Like they could follow what I would tell them to do in terms of like, this is how we're going to lose weight up until a bad day or a bad moment or crap hitting the fan in their life. Like they were good as long as the world was good around them. And I kept thinking like, there's gotta be a way to help people figure out like what to do with themselves. How do you, how do you stay on plan? How do you not go back on your own word to yourself just because life's crap right now? Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, um, like if somebody dies, if mm-hmm. uh, you and your partner have a huge fight, if your kids are acting like a donk, your boss, you know, unloads a bunch of work on you and you got to work all weekend. You know, how do we not eat over those things? And so thought work, what it does in traditional diets, it's all about willpower. It's like, well, the piece of paper says you're supposed to do this. And so I don't care what's going on around you. Just do this. And there's like, and this is the thing. It's like, when you are just going to do what's on the paper, when all that's going around, If food is the way you cope with stress or grief or upset or other people's opinion, criticism, boredom, whatever, when you take the food away, you are left with all of those emotions and most people can't handle them. So what we do is we go to figuring out what is even causing those emotions to begin with, because if we're going to take the food away, which we are. I mean, I'm not going to starve you. You're going to eat when you're hungry and you're going to get enough food. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like we're, you know, like going to have to chew on our wrists or something for nourishment. But, and we're going to plan and you are going to get to eat food you like. But if you're eating because of your emotions, you will never get to eat enough. Ever. You will always feel restricted. You will always feel deprived. 
You will feel like you're getting enough because you're trying to fill an emotional hole. You're mm. not filling your physical hole. <laughs> There's a difference. So I was like, we got to figure this out. And so we work on figuring out when you're stressed, when you're bored, when you're overwhelmed, demanded, like when all of these things are happening, we teach you how to separate in your life. There are things that happen to us in the world and in between what we feel about it and how we act is always an interpretation going on in our mind. Everybody's brain is an amazing storyteller, but it sounds more like a Stephen King novel. It's not exactly something, it's not like reading, you know, Oprah's book of the month. It's right. literally like it or something, mm -hmm. the shiny. So this is how it works. If my doorbell rang right now, your, and your podcast listeners heard it, their brain would automatically be like, I wonder who that is. Well, she, she's so rude. She should have a mic that doesn't even pick up a doorbell. Some people be like, Ooh, did she order something? Like everybody's brain would automatically do that. So your brain does that all day, every day. So if your boss wants you to work on the weekend and you did not plan for that, you're going to create a story. He's rude. He shouldn't do that. Or, well, I have to, there's no way I could tell him I have plans. He would think negative of me or somebody else might think like, I'm just gonna have to go in there, lay out my plans. This wasn't part of the agreement when I got hired. And so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stand for up for myself. Everybody would have a different story about it. Your stories, everything that you think about your life either is gonna help you stay on plan to lose weight or go off plan to lose weight. And it's that simple. And when you learn how to figure out that piece that's going on in your brain, you now know how to think better about yourself. You start noticing all the times you don't think well about yourself. Most women have no clue how poorly they think of themselves until they turn up the volume. And it doesn't always sound like a shrill. It'll be something like silly as you're walking across the floor, you trip over the carpet and you go, I am such a klutz. I can't even walk across the living room. And then you'll go and you'll brush your teeth and you'll just be looking at yourself going, really tell, like, look, I'm aging. Like we just do these subtle aggressions all day long yeah. to ourselves. And then we wonder why at the end of the night, we feel deprived of love, deprived of comfort, wore out, all kinds of stuff. Because all day long, most of us have just had a slow drip. And if you don't know how to, if at the end of the night, the one thing you want to do is finally relax. The day is over. No one's needing you anymore. And all that's going to happen is you sit there and you recount, ugh, everything I got to do tomorrow. Ugh, here's all the things like, I, I wish that I was doing in my life or, ugh, I can't believe I've got 15 pounds to lose. If that's the conversation, the Oreo will get legs and he'll come running out of the pantry and he'll hop in your mouth and be like, I'm here to save the day. <laughs> True, true. I'm curious as you've grown the, your weight loss business and your health leader, weight loss leader, how has that transferred into your success as a business leader, as a CEO? I, I know you've launched a whole other, a whole other business. I'd love to hear uh, about how that all happened and how that's going. Yeah. So 
like I said, I'm like an OG in the membership space. I started my membership back in 2007 mm-hmm. and it took me a long time to make any money. I will tell this to everybody. It is not because building a business is hard. I just didn't think I could. Talk about thought work. No one had ever told me that I could build a business. No one had, I'd never seen another woman ever um, have their own business and be successful. Like I had, you kind of can go through life at times and you don't know what you don't know. Right. I just didn't know. I literally just thought, oh, it'd be great if I can make enough money to buy fun workout tights. And I just felt like, oh, like I have this whole fitness hobby now because I had learned how to exercise, lift weights and do things while I was losing weight. And I just thought, you know, I want to make enough money to be able to pay for my health hobby. (laughs) And that's all I did. So when you set a goal, this is the power of the brain. When you tell your brain what you want and you tell it that over and over again, and you keep repeating the story over and over again, well, we don't go out and create the results. So my, mine was, it created the result of barely making any cash, barely able to cover my fun stuff. Right. But then I got serious. I got exposed to, well, when I went to the life coach school, it was the first year she'd made over a million dollars. Like she had went from 300 K to a million dollars. And I just thought, what? Like, how does this women do this? She looked at me. I remember being there. And I mean, you have to remember, I had 150 members paying me basically six bucks a month. And I was working like 80 hours a week, like, because I loved them. I mean, I could just sit there and talk to them all day online. And she said, you really could make an amazing business. She's like, you're funny. You're honest. You got a great niche. You've done it yourself. And like, and you can explain what you do so easily. She was like, have you ever thought about like making some goals? And I was like, what? (laughs) Came home ready to grow my business because no one had ever told me. So Mm -hmm. I did. And it's the last year I started a business membership because my weight loss membership has been it was over the seven figure mark starting in 2018. And then we moved to the eight figure mark in 20, I think it was 2020 was the first year we were eight figures. And then we've been there ever since. And so one of the things that I wanted to do was I always, I had a pat, I love being a CEO. I love running a business. I love it just as much as I've loved weight loss and I love helping people do it. And so I told my husband, I said, I think I'm going to start a business membership. I'm coaching in other people's business memberships all the time. Like I was a guest on any, if anybody wanted me to come coach in their business membership, I was like, let me do it. Like, I just loved it. And I said, I'm going to start my own because I really know what it's like to go from a literal nothing, knowing zilch. I didn't even go to college to figuring out how to build a business because I did everything by myself for years. So I knew the ins and outs. I knew the struggles. I knew the pitfalls. And I just wanted to be able to help other people do the same thing because a lot of us are ordinary people with an extraordinary passion. We have a problem we've solved or we see something we want to help other people with. And we need help getting the business side because we have all the passion and we got all the ideas and we got all the, like, like I can help people. I just don't know how to get them. (laughs) And that's where I come in. It's like, (laughs) there's a business foundation and there's a structure to this and there's, 
things we got to think about and do. And it's just like weight loss. It's like, you got to learn how to think like a business owner. And you also have to put in the frameworks as a business owner. So that's kind of how yeah. it started. It was like one born, one was born out of the other. Right. And it's interesting to watch how you keep evolving like your systems and, and how you've structured everything. And you, you have an, such an amazing team. And so like the culture that you've built among your team and how everybody works together and how you do all these live events. And for, you absolutely do the best hybrid event I've ever witnessed. And there's a lot of people out there trying to do it. You know, the, you do the live and the virtual at the yes. same time, which yes. I don't know if people understand how difficult that is. That's like, hugely difficult and you guys legit (laughs) doubles the expense of an event oh oh, because of all the technology yeah yes and the when if you're if you're at an if you're at a virtual event and it's not going well tech wise it's because Mm -hmm. they're literally just trying to run zoom and they're Mm -hmm. not doing like the one benefit that i have is my husband is a a tech lord he was a chief technology officer for like 25 years. And when we did, when COVID hit, we decided to go virtual, but mm-hmm. I was like, we're not having a boring Zoom meeting. Like I am not making people pay to come to that, but I really want to have our three-day experience. So our very first one was right after COVID. Um, I think it was, it may have been, so COVID hit in March and by the fall, we had our first one mm-hmm. and we challenged like we took a tech team that did our normal like camera and everything. And we said, it better be like, I'm in the living room. Like I want an experience for people. And so we bought uh, like seven computers, seven, like all kinds of audio sets. We own all of it because I was like, I don't want a bunch of people in every room, like no more than a couple hundred in a room. So we're going to have a station with a coach and then all of that, we hire one guy, his whole job is to make sure my mouth is synced up audio for the home viewer. That's his right. only job. It's right. like, you better listen. And if I'm like, you know, jawing and it's not in sync, you got to get it in sync. And then we have yeah. another person we hire. Their job is literally to sit there. It's called, we call it the Splenda packets, even though it's not Splenda, but it's a, I love Splenda. So <laughs> there's this thing called a packet. And every user has a certain amount of packets when they're live. His job is to watch all packets of every Zoom user. And if anybody looks like their packets have hit a certain level before they lose connection, they reach out to them personally to say, hey, you might want to check your streaming. Somebody in the house is probably playing the YouTube or doing something. You might want to tell them because your show is about to go down if you don't. And like, we just... One of the things that I have always believed, and and I may cry when I say it, but I'm definitely going to cry when I say it, is um, it is hard enough for women to lose weight. And the last thing that should get in their way is a fucking tech issue or some kind of bull crap going on because we didn't pay the money to make sure that our show could go off flawlessly. And, you know, when we ever have mistakes, you better know everybody's scrambling in the back because they know I'm going to come off that stage like the devil. <laughs> I'm like, we gonna, we run through things. We pay mm-hmm. the money. Like I will not be the reason why somebody cannot lose weight. Mm-hmm. I will be there every step of the way. 
Some people don't lose weight on our program, but -hmm. it's not going to be because we weren't trying our best. It's literally going to be because it's not their time yet. And I understand that. Like, that's why we try so many different things. And in the, you know, in our membership, we teach so many different things. We hit you from the emotional side and the thought work side. And just, we give you like actual, like eat this, like try this. Like we give tips. We do everything. I gave my arm workouts this last month. I will give my members anything they need. I just, I know sometimes it's not their time, but I I always tell my team, we can't be in their way. They have plenty of other things in life throwing at them. It can't be us. So we just have a very high standard for our members on both sides. I feel the same way about the business side. Yeah. You over deliver all the time. I mean, even with your coaching sessions, the the amount of one-on-one attention that so many members get, you can just sign up for coaching each week. I mean, that's unheard of. So the fact that you're able to focus in, I think that that that's another reason why the business is so successful. And it's great that you're able to teach that to others as well. Before we wrap. I'd love to hear from you. For anyone who's listening who might be frustrated right now because they're in that perimenopause, menopause time, that weight gain that just seems to come out of nowhere. And, and it say, could I'm be in the perimenopause. I'm yeah. I just got an ablation <laughs> because my period decided to turn into like Mount Vesuvius or it, something. It's, <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. And it's, and it hits all of us differently and it just, you know, kicks our asses. What advice do you have for women that are in the midst of that, where it just seems like nothing that they do can is making a good change. Get back to general basics. I think the biggest thing that I see that goes on, especially in the menopause land, like Perry in the menopausal area is I am not going to debate science on like all kinds of stuff, but this is what I typically see. My members come to me and they're like, nothing's worked. I've been fasting. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Mm -hmm. And they haven't cleaned up basic crap yet. So they'll fast. And on the weekend, they'll binge eat. They'll cut out carbs. And then like, well, let me just eat a little bit of this and just a little bit of this. And and they're like, we call it grab-assing. They'll just grab-ass food all the time because they think, well, I'm in menopause. It won't matter. They do a lot of what I I just call pity eating, you know, poor pitiful me, I'm in menopause. And when you feel bad about being in menopause, like as if it's like a terrible thing, it makes my life harder. When you have that story, you don't realize how much unintentional eating you're doing. And so I always take my menopause people and I just say like, look, I promise if we clean up the bull crap, the unintentional eating, the pity eating and stuff, just see if some weight doesn't come off. Don't fast. Don't cut out carbs. Don't do any of that stuff. Literally, if you're actually hungry, I want you to eat and I want you to get so good at stopping at enough. And I don't care what you eat, but I want you to get so good at that. And then I want you to plan your food every day. And I want you to pay attention to how it feels. Just because you like the taste of it, If it's giving you like buttermilk ass the next day, reevaluate. Like you don't, I tell people all the time, every meal ain't got to be an orgasm in your mouth. Like seriously, when you start cleaning some of that stuff up, see if you don't lose some weight. If weight starts coming off, we know it's not hormonal. It's emotional now. It's like 
I've been sabotaging myself in little ways and I don't even see it because I just believe the menopause is doing it to me. And so we have to kind of give ourselves some space to see what is the problem. And then if it starts cleaning up, most of the people that come into my membership who have had like menopause is the big reason why they can't lose weight are like, oh crap, that's not why. It's because like now I've highlighted all the times I'm still having an extra drink or I'm, you know, like having a look, like I thought that one little piece of cake wouldn't hurt, but every day there's a little something. And by the end of the week, yeah, you're not losing any weight. We just like, you got to get conscious and aware. And it goes back to the thought work too. I always try to tell people we got to have better thoughts about menopause. It doesn't mean we have to love it because the symptoms suck. I'm just going to tell you, I'm raging hot right now. Tonight, I'll go to bed freezing cold. And then I'll wake up again at three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like kicking the covers off and wondering why I'm in, you know, the third ring of hell. All of that, we can be like, yeah, the symptoms suck, but it's also normal. It's not something I need to eat over. It's something I will get through. There's a thousand ways to think about it other than it's my thorny cross that I've got to carry up the hill in 95 degree weather. Thank you. That That's perfect advice. So for anyone who wants to get any more information about No BS, about you, any recommendations on where they should look? Yeah. So if you are interested in the weight loss, which I get, mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody because I obviously, I didn't even ask you if I could swear on your podcast, but. Oh, yeah. That, that, that horse <laughs> left the barn. <laughs> I kind of got going. I was like, well, well she, I guess she'll stop me if she's not going to have the cussing. Um, you can go to nobs weight loss. Uh, wait a minute. Oh shit. Nobsweightloss.com. I've got so many URLs to remember yeah. these days. I keep this is another wonderful side effect of the menopause. That <laughs> yes. um, in the peri, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm taking every brain drug known to man right now, trying to like get any kind of memory I can uh-huh. in this head. Nobsweightloss.com will take you to where my podcast is where my free course is, all that stuff. And nobsbusinesswomen.com will take you to all the information on my membership for women who are starting, growing, and scaling an online business. Awesome. I'll put the links to both in the show notes so they can get right to it. So thank you so much, Corinne. Thank you for everything that you shared today. And thank you as a OBS woman. Thank you for everything that you do. You've changed my life. <laughs> so well, I appreciate you. you having me. I love it when the OBS ladies, like we- we get y'all's requests and I'm always telling my assistant, get my no BS women on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Have a good one. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Blueprint Breakers podcast, getting healthy and losing weight the no BS way. A huge heartfelt thank you to today's guest, Corinne Crabtree. I would like to quickly share my disclaimer. I'm not a therapist, doctor, lawyer, financial advisor, or nutritionist. This podcast is for your entertainment and information only. I encourage you to take what I share here as a launching point to discover what is right for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And thank you for sharing this episode with your friends. To join us, to get all of the details about our month-long launch party and to get the link for Corinne's free weight loss course, join us at community.blueprintbreakers.com. 
Have a great day and keep on breaking those blueprints and writing your own.